Love is in the air. Valentine's Day is just a few days away from the release of this podcast. And regardless of how you feel about dating in middle school and high school, it's still happening in your ministries. So how are you addressing that topic with your students? Get up, get up. Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian here with Chase. Here we go. So yes, we mentioned it in the intro that sometimes there are many different opinions on whether or not students should be dating in both high school and middle school. Can we can we just pause right here? What does dating mean in middle school oh, and high geez. school? I don't even know. There there's talking is is a term like we're just talking and we're dating and we're actually we're texting. People are <laughs> FaceTiming now. Yeah, is that dating or oh, is that man. I don't even know. I feel like we'll let the students kind of draw those lines. <laughs> That's not a good idea. No, um, no. But the idea is that romantic relationships and maybe even I would say exclusive romantic relationships are happening in middle schools and high schools. And most probably, whether you're in a youth group or in a parachurch organization, students are going to be doing some form of dating. And it's important to know what your ministry's policy is on this. So, you know, maybe it's on a trip and there's no PDA allowed, yeah, sure. right? So yeah. um, no hand-holding on the bus on the way to the trip, right? Mm-hmm. So that's important stuff to know, but we want to even kind of get beyond the, the, the PDA, the shows of affection in your ministry, on the trip, in your youth room, whatever. We want to talk about addressing how to help students navigate these relationships because truly we are built for relationships. Theologically, we Mm -hmm, are built mm -hmm. for relationship and students are in a time right now in middle school and high school where they're beginning to try and figure out what that is. And they're getting all sorts of information from television, from music and from their friends and what they see in the hallways at school. It's important that we address these kinds of topics as hard as they can be with students in our ministries. And so today, that's what we want to do, is what do we help students focus on? How do we help them navigate these relationships that they're already in so they can be healthy relationships and be healthier moving forward? Yeah, so instead of just coming right out and saying, I don't think you should date in high school, um, like I said, chances are they may be dating already. So what we really have today are just more questions to be asking when you have those conversations. So whether you believe they should be dating somebody or you don't, um, you can still have a really productive conversation with them about dating. So we just have some questions that could be really beneficial in your conversations with your students. So the first question we want to kind of throw out there is, are you in a place where a relationship is a good thing for you? Tell me a little bit, I think you listed that question out. Tell me a little bit of what you were thinking. Yeah, just kind of considering all of their life circumstances, you know, whether they're they're in school and they're also a three-sport athlete and they're in National Honor Society. And so um, they just maybe have a lot of things going on in their life right now. And so is having a romantic relationship really a good thing for you right now? Are you in a place in your life where this is something I can invest in? Um In my opinion, if you're going to have a relationship, it should be somewhat meaningful. And um, if you're so busy, you've got a lot of other things going on that you can't really invest into that relationship. Are you really at a place in your life where a relationship is a good thing for you? Yeah, and that's good advice, I think, especially for high school students who are busy, for them to to understand that relationships take time. Mm -hmm. It's not about texting back and forth at 1030 and at night before you go to bed only yes. and then hanging out with them for an hour on the weekend and 
you know, getting all cuddly with them. It's a relationship actually takes time. And so it's going to take some investment on your part. Are you ready for that? Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. And so the, the next question we have here would be, does this relationship give you life or does it drain you? So I remember back in my high school relationships, um, obviously we're talking specifically romantic relationships here, but I think even, even some friendships that I had were, um, were friendships that really gave me life and encouraged me. And some friendships were ones that really drained me. I just felt like I was investing in all the time and not Mm -hmm. getting anything in in return. Um, and they were just draining and it, it wears you out. And I think in a romantic relationship, especially if your, your interests aren't the same, you just think each other are cute. You know, you get to a point where like, we don't even like the same things, but we're, we've come this far. I guess we just continue. It's safe to call it off in high school, right? Yeah. I think if anything, it it kind of forces the students to think about the relationship differently. Like besides the benefits of having somebody to talk to or somebody to cuddle with or make out with whatever their benefits may be, if they're looking at the rest of the relationship, like, man, we're just fighting all the time or man, it just Mm -hmm. seems like we can't get along. Again, they feel like they have to stay in this relationship because of commitment, whatever else. It forces them to kind of think of like, wait a minute, does this actually give me life? Where am I being drained by this constantly? And so I think that's a great question just to, again, start to get them to think differently about the relationship. Yeah. And so you mentioned uh, making out. So let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next question is, does this relationship cause a lot of physical temptation? Yeah. And so I think this kid, you have to consider your audience. Uh, if this kid is not a Christ follower, um, that might that conversation might be very different. If they do yeah. consider themselves to be a Christian, um, understanding abstinence and saving yourself from marriage and all those sort of things, um, I think are really important and maybe should be mentioned in that conversation. And then asking them is, if you want to abide by these things, if you do want to follow these certain guidelines and boundaries, is this relationship helping you keep those boundaries or is it kind of pushing the limits a little bit? I'll even go back to what you said. If, if they're not a Christ follower, um, they trust you enough maybe to even have this mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. So maybe you can even introduce that into the conversation. Like mm-hmm. why does scripture tell us this? And you can mm-hmm. get to the point yeah. of it's about intimacy. It's about getting to know this person on a level that they don't know anyone else and you don't know anyone else. And it, it, it builds into the relationship. And um, that maybe that's not something a high school student or even a middle school student cares to hear. But I think in that conversation, you can be planting seeds then that may spring up later and go, you know what? I remember that conversation I had with Chase. Yeah, and I think, I mean, they're going to have health class that's going to tell them the birds and the bees, the very physical side of it. And then they're going to have their friends telling them whatever else. And so to have an adult saying, but let's think about it this way, you know, beyond the physical attraction of it, like, what does this mean for my relationship and how will this impact future relationships? Again, somebody having that voice in life is so important when it comes to physical temptations and attraction and things like that. So... This last question is a killer question, and we want to preface it by saying this is not a question that we've come up with. It's a question that comes from Andy Stanley. Uh, He's written a book called The New Rules for Sex, Love, and Dating. Mm -hmm. He's preached on this a million times, and it's such a great question. Chase, I'm going to toss it to you to ask the question. Yes, I've said I feel like I've had to recite it a lot of times because it's kind of confusing. So just listen to it, and we'll break it down a little bit. But this is one of the best questions, I feel like, when it comes to dating, whether you're in middle school, high school, whatever that is. The question is, are you the type of person that the type of person you're looking for is looking for. 
Woo! <laughs> and it's, I feel like it's a question only Andy Stanley can write. If you're familiar with him, yeah. he comes up with some of the most weird Say stuff. that again. Are Say you, that again. Yeah, yeah. Are you the type of person that the type of person you're looking for is looking for? So think about the type of person that you want, right? Whether they're, um, you know, what are their morals? Whether was their family like? Like, think about the type of person that you're looking for. Okay, are you the type of person that they are looking for? Yeah. So the the reason I love this particular question so much is that there's a built-in assumption mm-hmm. that you know who you're looking for. Yeah. And if you don't know who you're looking for, you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants and this girl's cute or this guy's got a cool car or whatever, right? You you don't know what a relationship looks like. You don't know who mm-hmm. you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So built into this question is take some time, <laughs> understand who you're looking for. Who is that dream girl for you? Or who is that dream guy for you? Um, I remember this very personally. I didn't do this, mm. but my wife did. Yeah. And she told me about this list that she made when uh-huh. she was in high school sure. about the guy she wanted to date or the guy she wanted to marry. And it was a ridiculously long list, mm-hmm. um, but she had standards. And so we're, it's really cool uh, that she did that. And we're coaching our daughter in this too now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like know who you're looking for. And if you know who you're looking for, how do you become the person that that person is looking for too? Yeah, so the, the, I love this question. The, the story Andy Stanley tells in, in his book is about this uh, this young lady who had kind of, she had grown up in a Christian church or, or Christian family, but she had kind of started partying and getting out with kind of a rowdy crowd and everything else. And she met this boy that was just her dream, just good looking, mm-hmm. great guy, everything else. And um, she was having a conversation with her mom about this boy and her mom looked at her and she said, honey, you're not the kind of girl that that boy wants to date. And so it was mm. so important that, again, as we think Ouch. about who we want to date, are you actually somebody that they would want to date? Um, and so, again, it just rather than finding the per- perfect person, are you becoming the right person for somebody else? I think is really important. Yeah, so that's, that's really good. So one final point we want to make is that in these conversations, you're going to hear students say things that uh, you don't really agree with. You're going to hear them ask questions that really challenge you and challenge your assumptions. And our temptation, or my temptation anyway, is to give answers and point in the right direction. But we want to make sure we're approaching this in a place from a place of understanding and a place of we want to help. And mm-hmm. we want to help you navigate this because it's a hard thing. So relationships are hard romantic relationships, especially in middle schools and high schools, and students are engaging in these romantic relationships and they need a lot of help. So don't be afraid to lean into those conversations, ask a lot of questions, and offer biblical advice. Get up, get up. Thanks for listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast. Next week, we want to talk about trips. This is the time of the year we're preparing for some big spring break trips, and you may have a summer camp that you've got coming up that you're starting the planning for. And so next week, we want to talk about how to recruit, how to promote, how to get students there, and even recruit more leaders for that trip. Oh. just not sing? No, I like it. <laughs> you sing more to me. Embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>